and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with a baby <laughs> who is being babysat by both my dog, Allie's dog, and television. And I'm really sorry. <laughs> Little baby dog. <laughs> we're going to actually try to edit it out, and I'm just going to talk even more loudly than I normally do. Yeah, we just wanted to say, like, because this, yeah, yeah, this is going to be a solo episode, just Amanda and I, um, and we just wanted to say No, we're, like, but this is the thing, I'm releasing it tomorrow, so we're recording on Friday afternoon, I'm going to release it on Saturday. By the way, no, we'll get back to a regularly scheduled program, I was sick for all of February, I mean, you can hear me, like, hacking up a lung on all of, I'm still coughing a little bit, so you'll just have to deal, <laughs> but we thought- Which is feeling much better, but we thought we would come, you know, with you guys for our, our next episode, and- we wanted to have to do something solo because we haven't done that in a long time and, and you've been asking us to. Yeah, we wanted it in real time. Real and real also time. I said to Amanda, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I know that the whole baby sounds obviously I totally get it. Like, sorry guys, I'm I'm a new mama. I don't have a nanny. I don't have help being straight up. I don't have family around me. Like it's legit just me. And that is of course like for mine to deal with. But like Amanda's been wonderful and coming to me to record for the most part because of the baby and so I said to Amanda today, I'm like, listen, I know sometimes we can have those baby sounds and people can complain and I totally get it, but like, what can we do to try to make it a little bit better? So today we have her, like I said, watching the show while we're recording. So if you hear a little bit of the music, that's what it is, but hopefully it's a little better than like the actual sounds and her, you know, yelling and cooing and the whole thing. So thank you for bearing like with us. We really appreciate it. We do really appreciate and it. And me as, you know, the other part of the co-host and a new mom, I really appreciate you guys understanding because... You know, we want this podcast to be as amazing as possible for you guys, and we love doing it, and it's such a, you know, a feel-good project for us, besides the fact that it's actually part of our business now, and I just want to say, like, I really appreciate the support in that you understand that I am a new mom, and I'm transitioning and figuring this out, and we are doing the best we can do, and hopefully you guys feel like this is a little bit better. We hope so. Yeah. And, um, oh, wait, we just want to say one, because I never say this at the beginning of episodes, okay? Can you guys please oh, subscribe? Oh, here we go. Don't subscribe. Just hit subscribe. It takes two seconds. And then if you're feeling generous, rate us five stars on iTunes. If you're not going to rate us five stars, don't be a jar. Keep it in your pants. Um, and no, but, ser- but seriously, um, it really does help us. We are getting ads. We did switch agencies. We're yeah. doing on all these different projects. We have I so many so amazing. Because our agency doesn't know we're breaking up with them. Oh yet. gosh, so yeah, that's right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> well, well, a little scout, a little probably a spill of tea. Um, but and no, but truly, like we have all these new amazing projects coming and everything, and so we, you know, just want to say thank you. But we also are asking, please, for your support, which means click the subscribe button. Subscribe it literally takes two seconds, and go ahead and leave us a five star review. Even if it's like seriously super simple, like that was amazing or that was a great episode, we don't care. I, I want to sleep love, with them. You want to sleep with them. Exactly. We, we, we of course, we care, but, like, it, anything you can put really helps us, so we appreciate it. And it's if you're a fellow problem. podcaster, please let us know, and please write in our, you know, Facebook group, and also on the, you know, actual Search comment. Search for things for Tuesday to blog about. Yeah, and write in the blog. actual comments that you are a podcaster, because I promise you, we will go right to your podcast and subscribe and leave you the same kind of love. Yeah. We are all about the podcast community. We are all about the podcast community. We're all about the woman community. We're all about being community, which brings us to, like, why one. why we wanted to sort of discuss something that happened in the news this week that I know, and, like, normally, I really don't care about the news. Like, it's true. I'm incredibly I try to stay out of the news, to be honest. <laughs> I, and I just try to stay out of the news. Like, 
I feel like there's so much negative that I'm like, I just need positivity and I try to just stay within my own friends and family and like, you know, do what I gotta do and try not to look too much at the news. But this was this was definitely something that resonated with Amanda and I and we both felt like when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about today on the podcast, this was the right It's just topic. something that like there there are so many things going on with this and I just really also I talked about it on Instagram and a lot of people really appreciated what I had. I to saw say. your stories. They were really good. Um and I was so like I'm just so it's just so complicated, this story, and I don't think we all know what's going on yet, but we want to talk about hashtag college cheating scandal. Yeah. So if you've been living under a rock, and I don't judge you because, like, ha- my mom is like, did you hear about Paul Manafort? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no, my, seriously, like, I got it. I'm self-involved, too. So basically, it turned out that Felicity Hoffman paid $15,000, which is a lot of money, but when you really think about it... For not, this kind of scandal, it's really not. For this kind of scandal, yeah, she, sure. she got, like... It, the TJ Maxx of deal. <laughs> uh, she really did. Um, and then Lori Lachlan paid, um, and her husband, who is Massimo, who makes the shirt thing. I don't think they sell them at Target anymore. I was told they don't sell them. I was told they don't sell them. Yeah, I was told they don't sell them. I am not, but I don't, I don't really buy clothing at Target. Not in I do. Way. No, I know other people do. I can never find anything there. That's Although fine. the new workout line is really cute. I they have so much cute stuff. I forget what it's called, but it's super, you know what I actually think? This is going to sound really strange coming from me. I think their plus-size clothing is super on point. Oh, they're doing a great job. Everything that. else is cut a little bit big for me. So yeah. I can never well, they're still working on their sizing for sure and figuring out, like, how things should be cut. Because the thing is, is, like, you know, obviously I worked for Target and everything. And, and Target really, like, they are trying to kill the masses. But they don't realize, like, with fashion, sometimes you really have to, like, get in the nitty-gritty and figure out the sizing and, and, and the actual, but you know, tailoring to the body. And they're not there yet. Hopefully one day my collab will I know, I know. <laughs> no, it's really funny because like, I feel like they have not had a good collab in a long... Like, yeah. since I've been... Honestly, I've been totally disappointed since Lily Pulitzer, which was like... Some that was so ago. long ago. Them and Friends of Schuller, my last two that I was impressed by. Really? Yeah, that's a really that long That was a really long time. I do that's when really I was in college. Paul and Joe. Oh, yeah, they had some cute but stuff. Paul and Joe was really cute. I know, it's like... what I had a cute vest from them, I remember. Yeah, that was cute. I mean, it cut some, for sure, and we're getting off topic. We're, we're, we're so off topic. Uh, but, okay, let's, um, let's reel it back. So, go ahead. Bad vocal fry. I just had the worst vocal fry. <laughs> but, anyway, so they were accused, basically, um, Lori Loughlin paid, I believe it was $250,000, no, half a million, okay. so it's $250,000 per daughter okay. to get into USC. And I don't really I'm know. Hungry, but why USC? Well, <laughs> No, USC is a good school. No, I know it is. I'm just saying. I like, agree. Oh, it's not school. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, like, I was just kind of surprised when I saw that. But this is sort of my point. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, so their daughter is Olivia Jade, who is a huge YouTube star. She looks, people are like, I didn't know she was related to Lori Loughlin. She looks just like Lori She does look just like, like, she does. Wait, you didn't know? You mean the person that looks like a young Lori <laughs> Loughlin? That you see everywhere was a collab at Sephora. You couldn't figure out that that was her daughter. Literally looks like her clone. She like does her look already just know. like her. I mean, it's yeah. almost creepy. Um, so this people are really trolling her on her social media, and she. This is the problem, you know. She didn't shut down comments on every single post. I know. I feel like she should have just done that. Maybe she didn't for a reason. I kind of wonder if she wanted to let people say so she could let just expose. Leave. Yeah. Um, and then her YouTube, I haven't looked at the YouTube I haven't either. Or the Twitter ones, but it's, it's like, let's just say there's not a lot of positive there. Right. And it's quite negative. 
I was listening to the Morning Toast this week, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, you love them. I love the toast. One day they will be on our podcast. I know. I know. We're manifesting it. We are totally manifesting it. Um, I like, and they were talking about how people were bullying her, and they made some really. I don't know if I agree with everything they said entirely, um, but I do want to say this. I have to say that, like, I don't. You know. Personally, I worked really hard in high school. I graduated from Bucknell. I started out at Skidmore. And, like, it's not fun. Like, it's totally not fun to study in high school. No, but my it is not. Parents, I had a terrible study year. And I also, like, I was, was that person in my college. Oh, my and I, I was one of those people who just, like, always had trouble, even if I studied and studied and studied. I couldn't always retain that information. I was so much more visual and so much more like paying attention, watching than actually like studying. So for me, I would study and study for hours and I'd get so disappointed because I would barely pass a test and I'd be like, oh my God, I literally knew the material cold. Like my dad used to get so frustrated with me because he'd be like, Allie, you literally knew that front and back, like everything. And I would be like, but for whatever reason, I get anxiety, I freeze up, I don't retain that information and then I just can't put it towards what's in front of me. So I completely agree with you. Like, like studying can be really hard and like really exhausting, especially for people like us who truly do have problem test taking or maybe get anxiety. It's like, it's a whole nother world for you when you have to go in there and study and like focus on something that you have to take a test on. It's, it's the worst. And like senior year, it's like, but my parents and like, I'll tell you, my school was really into like teaching the value of hard work. I mean, they used to teach us things. They did. They don't give them that much credit. They also taught us that we should cross our ankles while wearing a skirt all the time. And it took me years to unlearn that habit. I mean, like, That's it was, no, I don't worry. People like, Ethan is always like, you go to finishing school. I'm like, in some ways, no. And in many ways, yes. That's so funny. I mean, like, it was, it was weird. But the thing is, like, we were told that if we worked hard, we could get into college. And my parents, like, look, I, I'm not shy about this. My father's first generation American. His parents came here not knowing a word of English. And my mom grew up, her father died when she was eight. Her, women weren't educated then, so her mom wasn't educated, and right. she grew up very poor. Yeah. And, my, and, like, I always grew up with the sense that not everyone was as lucky as I was. And that, for that reason, I should work hard. So even when I didn't want to, right. I worked yeah. hard. Yeah. And I, I, worked, I worked at it. And, like, look, I had jobs in high school. I think I had jobs starting in eighth grade. And I, I had jobs starting in eighth grade, too. I was going to say, my dad... You know, when I was a kid, my dad, first of all, when I was a really tiny little baby, like I barely remember when I was young, my dad was, you know, he was around as much as he could be, but he wasn't around as much as he wanted to be because he was selling products door to door, like legit that salesman going door to door selling a toothbrush for like Oral-B and that was his job for many years. And, you know, but he worked so hard at it to make, you know, our family money and to be a little bit comfortable. And we weren't even like, you know that comfortable but we were we were okay you yeah. know and then when he finally took the you know I guess the leap of faith to create his own company and started CSA and now you know thank god has gone amazing he's been in it for 30 years and then one vendor to QEC when he finally came into money and he came into like all this abundance and all these amazing things and our family was in a really good place that we moved to a beautiful home and a beautiful neighborhood and to a great school and all these things I just remember my dad always saying to me always be humble, always be kind, always think that someone else isn't as fortunate to have what you have, even if it doesn't yeah, feel Yeah, my parents were very similar. Right, and, and, and I think that's so important, and then same with the whole hard work 
my dad, you know, I remember one day, I, you know, I live by the Library Commons, for those who have listened to other episodes, and no, and Amanda and I talked about the Library Commons. Yes. So I remember one day being in the Commons and turning to my dad and pointing at these, like, Dolce Gabbana jeans that were, like, at the Amoeba Marcus, you know, um, last call, call. like, last call. So it was, like, yeah, so it was, like, super inexpensive for, like, Dolce Gabbana jeans, you know? I think they were, like, 500 bucks, which is, like, to me, super inexpensive because normally they're so expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I I think it was even, like, an extra sale or something. I was like, Dad, you know, I really want those. And, like, his response was, like, well, what, you know, like, one, what do you need those expensive jeans for? Two, like, what do you mean you, like, you really want those? Like, those are really expensive. And, like, what do you, what do you need them for? And I was like, I just want to wear them. And he was like okay, well, let's talk about, like, what that actually looks like if I was to get those for you and, like, how this money affects us and all these things. And I was, like, blown away by, like, how much that $500 would change things, like, in our household and everything else. It's, like, you don't realize when you're obviously a young kid the value of money until it's brought to you and it's taught to you. And then you realize, oh, my God, if I work hard... That's how I can achieve that money and that success and be able to do things that I want to do. And so my dad said to me, okay, if you really, really want them, you can come work in my office and you can work all summer and save your money and then you can buy them. And so I worked for my dad. I was the hardest job I've ever had, but I'm the hardest boss. Love you, dad, if you have listened. But the hardest boss, like so insane. And I was like, wow, this is like so much more intense than I thought it was going to be just answering phones. Like he really wanted me to learn and do well and, and, and you know, take away from it and work hard. And which is totally understandable. Of course, I'm super young. So I'm like, whatever. I'm just on my phone. I'll like check my beeper. But I was like, no, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I finally saved up that money, I couldn't even bring myself to buy the jeans. And I was like, oh my God, but I want them so bad. But like staring at that money was like, I worked so hard to get this cash. So like, did you buy instead? I bought a bunch of other things. Like, I bought, like, I went to see Gina Guys, I got myself a top. I went and got, I bought myself lunch because I felt, like, special. Like, I got a bunch of different things. So I still mm-hmm. spent it. I didn't think my dad would be saving a little bit of it. But mm-hmm. I still spent it, but I didn't spend it on one item. And in that moment, I feel like I started to learn the value of money mm-hmm. and hard work. And, like, what you're saying, which is, like, when you work hard, good things good happen, thing happen. And, and you'll and you'll receive that those things and you'll you know and you'll come into that abundance because you're working hard towards that. And nobody, nobody gets a true handout. Like even if you get a handout and you're blessed and lucky enough to have that, well, you still have to like, work hard from that handout. Well that's the thing. It's like I had look like I think and I'm not a parent and I always say that, but I but I think at a certain point in life I, I think I've earned the right to say this that like as a parent, like, if you have money and you can afford the best SAT tutors in classes, and I actually didn't have the best SAT tutor, but, like, it just wasn't, I mean, I didn't really, it's funny, because, like, I did go to good schools, right. but I'll, I'm, I'll be very honest when I say, did not care that much about the SATs. I, I did decently. I did, I, I actually did way better on the ACTs. I did like yeah. No, they, they have them no, now. have, now they do. I could have taken them. But, like, but for, I get, for a reason, when I was taking them, like, they weren't as big a deal or whatever but I did I did way better for me I felt like having like the four subject private yeah, was people, way easier for me I did SAT than like and SATs okay. instead of the ACT right. and I did pretty well because it was, I took like English and I did I forget what my score was pretty darn high if right. I do say so myself yeah um, for you and I'm just I've never been good at math which is weird because I'm good at calculus and that's the only <laughs> kind of math I know how to do um but other than that you know like I just, I knew that if I wanted to get into school that I would have to earn it. And, like, if you have the money, look, like, life is never going to be fair. 
things will always be, if you have money, like you're, you know, like things do favor people with more money. Unfortunately, that's the way life works. And Absolutely. to pretend anything otherwise is stupid. Right. But here's the thing. So if you want your kids to do well, get them the tutors, do that. There's nothing wrong with giving them that advantage. But for people to not do the work, that's what I have a problem with. I agree. But this is what I in really anything in life, but do the work. This is what I have a real problem with, mm-hmm. which is the fact that this is not someone who wanted, the more I read about this, and again, I'm sure that like more information will come out. So I just wanted, which is that Olivia J did not want to go to USC. She wanted to go to Arizona State. And he no, I was reading that. literally wrote this email saying, like, I don't want my daughter to go to Arizona State. Meanwhile, he didn't even go to college. Right. But because he didn't want to, he lied. Massimo lied, told his oh, parents wow. he went to college, took his college money, and started a business. Oh. So clearly, he's like a very entrepreneurial person. So I don't, and Lori Lachlan didn't go to college. Right. So I don't know why they insisted. And I don't Probably know. Probably because they didn't go. Look, I don't know what the deal is with the other daughter. I forget if her name is Bella, but I could be wrong. And we're back. She, this child is not going to learn how to count to ten watching this. Doesn't um, matter. It makes her happy. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm teasing. Um, and when she starts counting ten, I'm going to remind you of this moment. <laughs> She didn't learn it from Netflix. Uh, Little baby though. But I don't know what the deal is with the other daughter if she wanted to go or not. But yeah, I do you know either. that she... So Olivia Jade, huge YouTube star. Huge. And like, I just... She didn't want to go to college. She right. even said in her thoughts, she's like, yeah, I don't know how much, how much work I'm really going to do. And the fact is, I'm going to say this, and this is kind of a bold choice. I don't know why she had to go to college. Like, she has millions of followers. She has something going on. She's like a modeling career, too. She had these collabs. I don't know why she needed to go to college. Well, I think, I think, I guess, being a new mom, I, I would want my kid to go to college, you know, if, if it was the right fit Take for them. Because, yeah, I just, you know, it didn't have to be right away, but I would like them to because I think that the experiences of it and everything that you get out of college that I feel like I truly got out of college are so much more than just, like, the actual learning. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, you really learn how to exist as an adult and things are taught to you that maybe you wouldn't really be taught anywhere else. So... But why couldn't she do that at Arizona? Oh, no, yes. I, I know what I'm saying. USC. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that um, question. And, like, look, there's nothing wrong with wanting to go to college to party. And right. Who doesn't? Of course. But I just feel like she got pushed into something. So I don't know whether or not... I read different reports. Like I said, a lot of this is like alleged. No one really knows. Of course, and I, more is gonna come out. And more will come out. But so apparently, like they pushed her to go to USC, and they paid for her to go to. You know, they basically paid this company to. I don't know if they took the test for her. Yeah, or I don't know, her I don't know the details. So a, lot, a lot of the details aren't out yet. But it was it was one of those. Like that was right. how it worked. And so the most, and the reason why, so this is thing else I heard too, which is that the reason why Felicity Huffman had to pay less was because it had to do with how likely your daughter, like your child was to get into the school anyway. Oh, wow. And I know someone that knows them and I don't want to give too much away, but I don't, from what I believe, I don't think she was that, it was going to be that hard for her to get in. 
I think they just wanted a guarantee, but again, this is just my opinion from the semi-insider information that I know. Wow. Um, That's crazy. And that she's a really nice girl and that they're nice people. Right. Very, like, personable. Right. Um, But anyway, so I just feel like this was a... So she had a Sephora club. She had a lot of, like, influencer things. Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't like everyone has a lot of influencer things, but like a Sephora club, yeah. So, and she had like a Huge. fashion Next line, Holly yeah. Princess. I right. don't really know what that is. I feel so old. I don't even um, know. Okay, I guess I'll learn. I'm a well, child now. Well, no, but you're in fashion, so yeah. the fact that you don't know me, me feel, I think it's like big in Europe. That's why I heard it. Yeah, I mean, like I know of it, but I don't really like know the details of it. But the point is, like, she had like actual like business deals going on. So, like, the truth is, like, she probably didn't need to go. They also supposedly took her picture and photoshopped it onto someone else, like, who was, like, rowing crew. So they oh, were wow. basically going in as, like, college as college recruits, and they were accepted as recruits, even though, like, she did not row crew. She was not um, a coxswain at all, which is, like, the, I believe that's the head of the boat. Like, I can't believe she got it. Everyone right now who is on the East Coast is like, they're just like, uh, what's a coxswain? How does Amanda not know what a coxswain is? <laughs> uh, I think it's the head of the boat. I'm so bad. I like, no, I think that I'm is terrible. I'm pretty sure. I'm terrible. I definitely hooked up with someone who rode through. Probably right. more than one person. <laughs> so I feel like I should know this. But anyway, I digress. Um, so, look. If you were 17 years old or 18 years old, I don't know if she's 18 or 19. I'm not sure. She's, she's a freshman, so yeah. she's probably 18 or 19, okay? If your parents, like, made you do this, and I think she was aware of it, and they, it seems like they had, like, very high expectations for her, I kind of, what were you supposed to say? No, mom, don't do that. Right. Like, there was no way she was going to stop her parents from doing this, it sounds like, even though she didn't want to do it. And it's so funny because Radar, the source of all misinformation, <laughs> um, is like, Olivia Jade to parents, you ruined my life. Well, they kind of did ruin her life. I think, like, what they did was so totally wrong. And I don't know if they knew they were going to get caught, but it doesn't matter because it wasn't like she said, oh, my dream is to go to USC. She didn't want to go to USC. They did all of this. They forced her into this. And that, I mean, that just makes it wrong. Not only is it wrong on, like, the level of humanity, it's just wrong and you're bad parents and you're setting a terrible example for your kid that it's okay to cheat and it's okay to force your kid to do something they don't want to do. And it's ridiculous. And I think as, like, a... A new mom, like, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I I cannot imagine doing that, but at the same time, just to give a different perspective, I feel like people just want the best for their kid, period. So in their mind, they were coming from a bad place, and they wanted to make sure they were doing right by Olivia. And obviously, that was not correct, but in their mind, it was like, I want to help them, so I'm going to do X. And a lot of parents do that, and they're guilty for that, and it's not because they just want to cheat. It's because they want to secure them. They want to make sure they're taken care of. And in their mind, I'm doing the best I can do for my kid. And I honestly wouldn't have understood that until I had Amelia. But now that I have her, I'm like, I wouldn't do that. But in my mind, I'm like, I would do anything for her. Like, including, you know, jump in front of a, you know, a bullet, God forbid. Like, I, I would a train. do- train. 
a train. Like, I mean, seriously. Like, I mean, I would do anything for her. Like, I, like she's the love of my life, you know? And it's like... A subway, a Greyhound. Yeah, whatever it may be, Mercedes. you know? Exactly. You know, like, I mean, I just... Uh, like and and the same extent of like when you're a parent and you're given all these hard decisions about what to do with them when they're babies and you know breastfeed not breastfeed and vaccine and all these different conversations that you have as a parent and you feel like you're making the right decision and it's like at the end of the day as a parent you just want yes exactly you just want the best for them and so I'm not saying what they did was correct but I do believe that they felt like we're doing the best thing for Olivia because this is what we believe is best and unfortunately parents also like to instill their own you know really force their values yes their values and their baggage sometimes and just different things that they may feel like they didn't get to do so therefore they want you to do it and it's not the right way to do things but it's like in their mind they're doing it because they're your parent and that's all that's all they know how to, to do they're your parent and I'm now guilty about you it's like I just, oh do you agree but it's not okay to take this person down. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not okay. sick of this takedown culture where we think it's all right to just like destroy someone, especially someone who's a teenager, because of what her parents did. It doesn't mean she's a good person. It doesn't mean that she's not who she is. But it's just this isn't. It's not okay to leave mean comments on someone's social media. When, like, I'm pretty, when the court, like, her whole life, at least for right now, is canceled. And this cancel culture, it's just, it's kind of ridiculous. And what really saddens me the most is the amount of people that are just wrapped up in negativity and bullying, which is sort of brings us to this discussion because Allie and I have been talking a lot about bullying lately. And she had an incident that was really not okay on a red carpet of all places. And we sort of wanted to talk about what happened and just say that, like, this negative, you know, okay, I'm going to sound really uncool, but I did hear the song in a promo for, like, a TV show. Like, that. I think it's, who is it? Is it three? Not, it's not 303. It's Bowling for Soup, like, high school never ends. Like, high school never ends. It yeah. never ends. And adults bullying other adults is just just wrong. So what exactly happened to you? So yeah, uh, so thanks for saying that. And you know, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like bullying, unfortunately, is such a terrible thing, and we're really seeing it more and more, especially with social media and the media and everyone choosing things to target. And you know, oh, let me just say what I think, and it's like you don't realize that when you're saying what you think, when you're actually attacking that person, you are bullying them, and you are part of the problem. And it's not okay. And we become this culture where it's like, I get it. You have, you want to have a platform. You want to have a voice. You want to say what you want to say. But there's a difference between having your voice, having a platform, and speaking about what you feel passionate about, and then actually bullying and attacking and targeting people and saying things or doing things that you shouldn't do. It's just not right and it's not okay and it goes back to what Amanda was saying with like high school never ends like you leave high school and you're like oh my god you know if you're lucky you didn't experience bullying and hopefully you weren't a bully or you were like me and sadly you were bullied and to this day you still remember being bullied and you remember who those bullies were they'll remain nameless and you remember like how they made you feel and what they did to take away your power at that time 
and just how horrible all of it is. And honestly, it's one of the reasons that I say to Justin all the time when we before we got pregnant was like, I'm like, oh my God, that gives me so much anxiety for the future for my kids. And he was like, you don't know that's what's going to happen. And I'm like, I know that. But like, because I went through it so heavily and it was so hard for me, I just feel like, like, like for that already without it even being a thing. And it's just like, I... I was saying this to Amanda earlier, like, I don't know how you, especially as an adult, how you bully someone. Like, I just don't understand. Because truly. you're still, okay, I've never told this story, mm-hmm. but I, for one year in third grade, went to this school that was filled with, like, really, basically, I went to a school that merged with another school in New York, mm-hmm. and, um, the, if the school that it merged with was just a very, I don't, I know I'm going to sound like such a snob, but, like, these really kids a lot of the kids that went there were really really just trashy like very like not the kind of caliber of people that like I would ever associate with I mean it was like the weirdest it was the weirdest thing I mean these were like the trailer park kids no I don't want to offend people that live in trailer parks but just like the just wasn't just like just wasn't like like a good environment people that didn't come from like the right families in New York, and I hate to say that, but like that's New York City right. for you, right? Um, and not good environments, and therefore a product of that. Yeah, yeah. I was, and I was really bullied by this one kid. And what happened was, I then, when I had a corporate job in New York, when I was in real estate, I he was an assistant, like not even like a real, like I don't even know if he had his real. I think he had his real estate license because you have to have your real estate license. But um, I was showing this apartment at, like, I think it was the Essex house or one of the, like, this, it was, I think it was something like a $25 million apartment that I had brought my client to, which is, like, a lot of money, huge commission. And he was the assistant for the broker on it. I was repping the buyer. And I saw him, and he was just, like, I recognized who he was, and I guess it was sort of sad for him because he was only an assistant. I'm not being mean. It's just, like, clearly he didn't get very far in life. And there's nothing wrong with being an assistant, but, like, at that point in your career, like, you should not Unless be. you choose to stay in that, which some people do. They don't want to move. You know, some people no, just want to stay I just don't. I'm not being mean. I just don't think he was. I just don't. I don't know what he does now, but I just don't think he had what it took to succeed in real estate. No. And he was okay to me. He was kind of, I mean, he was stupid. But, like, then I saw him at the company party, and he started to, like, bully me again. And I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. And wow. I just walked away. And you. then I realized, like... People don't change. And then I thought, I'm like, you know what? It must have been really hard for him considering, like, that I was in a much better point in my career and for him to just be, like, the sad assistant trying to still work his way up when I was showing a $25 million apartment. But clearly, like, it's just sad. Like, there's something wrong with him. And that's the thing. Like, if you're a bully and you're sitting there trolling people, and I'm not talking about... When you're, like, sitting with your girlfriends gossiping, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, did you hear that? I'm talking about, like, there's a stranger you don't know, and you're writing stuff on their social media that's negative. I mean, listen, bullying comes in all forms. It's not just a stranger you don't know. It's someone you could know. It's someone at an event, like you just said, someone at your work. It can be in all different, you know, forms. And it's just, it's just bullying is wrong. Like, and people need to stop looking at 
bullying is like this new mentality of like, well, that's how I'm getting my point across and that's my platform. And it's like, no, that's not what you have a platform for. Like, there's a reason that when you were a kid, you were taught if you have nothing nice to say, you say nothing at all. Like, truly, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all, especially when it comes to, you know, actual bullying and trolling on social media and all these different things, it's like you don't realize, even though you hide behind the screen, when you're saying something, you're still impacting another life, even if you can't see them, can't touch them, don't even know how it's affecting them. And then, even worse off, like, going into my story, when you're bullying in person, it's like a whole nother level. And so, for me, without going into the details of this event, some of you kind of have already reached out on my social and kind of have an idea of, you know, where this was and what happened. But I'm going to leave out the details because that's not what's important here. What's important is I was talking about the names. You're not going to leave out the names. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, to me, as I said to Amanda, that's not what's important here. I'm not looking to bash. I'm not looking to try to add to the bullying. I'm not looking to try to be negative and, and shade. I'm literally having this conversation because this was such a hard night for me. And truly impacted me in so but many you ways. Gorgeous. Thank you. Okay, her outfit was on point. Her hair was amazing. Like, thank you, I, thank you, Glam Squad. No, I texted Allie and I'm like, "You look amazing," and she's like, "This is the worst night of my life." And like, I couldn't tell. No, and thank you. I appreciate that. And a lot of people said that to me, and that really made me feel truly good, and did make me feel at the end of the day empowered. But in the moment. Uh, to recap, basically, for those that watched my stories, for those that reached out and sent me emails asking what the heck happened, and I said on my stories, I will be talking about this on the podcast, and here we go. Basically, I went to a red carpet event, and I was asked to be at. Um, I went to the party and hung out, and I was asked to, you know, be there to support and be there as, quote-unquote, talent, which I hate saying because I just don't have an ego, but whatever, be there, you know, as TV personality, be there as somebody stylist, the different things that I do, you know, in my career that are important to show up and be there, and I go and walk this red carpet, and I swear, when I still talk about it now, I feel like it's, like, sounds like something out of a reality show or, like, out of a... I know, exactly, Amelia. Never a dull moment. Exactly. Um, it, I feel like it's a light up the mood a little bit. Um, I feel like it truly was like almost out of like a, like, a, like a movie. Like I can't explain. I felt like I was watching myself on the carpet, if that makes sense. Like I was watching it happen as it was like deja vu. Yeah, like it was happening. It was so weird. Yeah, it was so weird. And so I started walking this carpet and legit, like, for anyone that's walked a red carpet or kind of understands, obviously, like, what that's all about, you are there in front of... It's so awkward. Oh, it's always so awkward. No matter what. How do I pose? Did I look good? Yeah. Am I looking at the right camera? Like, oh my God. It's like the worst. Yeah. I know. This is so hard. Everyone is dying listening to this. I know. Exactly. It is really first world problems, but it is, like, it really is awkward. And it's like, for me... But you know, you're, like, it's so good walking on a red carpet. Like, even oh, my mom yeah. does it. And, um, like, no, that means you know how to, like, pose really well. I'm that took a lot of time and learning and training oh, over the years. Really, if I, you go back, like, don't. If you go back and scroll through my Getty images, like, years ago, you will see the poses are not on point. No, not at all. Like, I had to learn. Like, it was a lot of I, trial I and error and making like appearances. I had a new level with mine. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard. Also, I'd like to thank La Mer Eye Cream. Um, <laughs> but, um, but truly, like, I, I start walking. Walking, 
And as I'm walking and I'm, I'm posing and I've got Getty and these other media outlets literally, you know, staring at me, snapping me, and the slate has my name on it. So for those who don't know what slate is that aren't maybe in this industry, basically the slate is written up with like your name and your title and who you are. So that when the industry snaps you and it goes out to the press, they have a record, you know, of who it was that walked the carpet and they have that information to send out to the outlets. Basically, easy way to explain it. Yeah. So my name's slated. They take a picture of it. They're taking a picture of me. I'm, like, posing for the second time. Like, I was kind of, like, between a pose, I guess I would say. I honestly can't even fully tell you because it happens so, so fast and so awkward. And next thing I know, this woman comes running from, like, a bat out of hell. I don't even know truly where she even came the from. is from hell. Yeah. I mean, not even. Like, I mean, I wouldn't give her that title. But she comes running. The like, is assistant from hell. <laughs> she comes running. She's not even a junior. Down mm-hmm. this carpet and stands in front of me and says, don't take her picture. Don't take her picture. And I'm literally frozen at this point. What the fuck? I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I think something is going wrong. Like I truly was like, what? what's happening? What's going on? I, I'm so confused. As I'm standing there in complete confusion and Getty and everyone else is so confused as well and they're staring at me. My rep comes running down and, and he's like, oh my god, what's going on? What's going on? And he's trying to defuse the situation. I'm literally standing there frozen like I don't know what is happening right now. I, yeah, straight up. Like I'm like, I don't know what, I might as well have been a statue. Like I didn't know what was happening I didn't know what was going on I'm like standing there trying and to take this all in like a few right exactly yeah, it's it's like that's how to explain it it's yeah. all over a few seconds and she just stands in front of me and like puts her it's great for a podcast but puts her hands like right in front of me and like on me and is like don't take her picture don't take her picture and I'm like what the F is happening? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I'm just standing there like so confused. And as I'm sitting there trying to figure this out, and I'm trying to have a conversation with her and say, what's going on? What's going on? And she's like, get off the carpet, get off the carpet. And I'm like, whoa, what is the problem? And now I'm thinking like something's wrong. Like, I don't know what's happening. Like the house is on. Yeah, like, like what, the carpet. Right. Like, like, yeah, like what is happening yeah. for real? Because nothing is seriously this serious. And I, I know that's like, like No, it's not. Like, I honestly even hate, I said this to you, I debated talking about this because in this sense, it sounds so dumb and so trivial and so like, oh, who cares? But it's like, this was bullying. Like, as like, like it is this. And like, it's just bizarre. Yes, like, it's like no the whole one, thing. I've never heard of this happening to anyone No, and, and, and the sad thing is actually it has, it's just not discussed because I had, that came out also when I started posting this. And so basically, as this is happening, then this guy, I'll just leave it as super short guy, high-pitched voice, we'll leave it at that, you do your imagination, comes running down the carpet, screaming, security, 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 as high-pitched as you can imagine, and like, it was bizarre, I'm like, wait, security's being called right now, like, I don't know what is happening right now, and I like, turn to him, and I'm like, what's going on, what's going on, get off the carpet, get off the carpet, and I'm like, what's happening, what's happening, I still think in my head, like, something's happening, like, what is wrong, what, what, whoa, what's, tell me what's going on, so I get off the carpet, I'm like, mortified, I'm shook, I'm confused, I'm every like emotion under the side I'm like I don't know what is going on right now I step off the carpet I go off to the side my rep is running over screaming at them it's like a whole scene other people saw Wait, they're coming running there? over not Kelly wasn't there no it was her team oh, okay um and like uh, like oh, I know who you yeah. yeah yeah and like all come running over like and I'm off to the side at this point trying to figure out what the hell went on my other friends like Nikki Lund and others were there and they're like what the hell just happened and they're standing there all confused like literally pale and ghost like like what is going on it was this, this is like 
It was if it was, I was there, I would have like punched someone. Oh yeah, you would have. Actually, better would have been there. Like it was, it was because the by the way, because the publicist running the event was an, was a bully to me. Right, like the person no, that and, ran and, after and they, the and they are you know, and straight up asshole. they are bullies. Like, and that's why I'm talking about this because it's not They're okay. Just such garbage people. Yeah, straight up. Like the. It's not okay, no matter what power you have, no matter what you run, no matter what you do in business, especially when you're, like, you know, the higher, you know, whatever of, of your, you know, company, you cannot bully an individual. I do not care if you want them there or not. You, if, if that was the case, which apparently later on they decided they did not want me there, which is bizarre because they invited me, but I won't even go into that. And by the way, by the way, um, you've been to that party for how many years? Oh, like almost five years now. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is bizarre. So strange. But regardless, that's fine. If you didn't want me there, I was hysterical. If you didn't want me there, that's fine. But then have a private conversation with me as an adult since I am. I just don't invite you. Who cares? Well, that too. At this point now, I'm talking about like when it's happening. Pull me aside and have a private conversation and say, you know what? We're going to walk the carpet. Honestly, I probably would have laughed and been like, cool, I'm going home. Bye. I don't need to support your dumb carpet. I don't. You actually, by the way, get pressed off me being there because that's how it works at these events. So goodbye. You know, and so it just, in the moment, I just literally for a moment went back in my head and I felt like I was back in high school. I was back in high school and I felt like, oh my God, this is chilling and these girls all over again, torturing me and making me feel bad when I'm doing my biggest pose and my biggest stunt, Amelia Ray. Mom is trying to tell a story. This biggest pose, you know, my my biggest stunt. I'm trying to have this moment, right? Like, you know, I mean, what I'm doing. Been out in like a month. Right, exactly. I've not been out maybe even almost two months. No, I was and nervous. You go wait, and like you had like Lem Squad yes. do your stuff. They, I'm so they thankful they made me get together. Right, I had it's to like, go to a friend's house. Right, and, like, to get done, and they were amazing, and they took care of me and made me look amazing and feel amazing. Like my publicist team was there and helped me get dressed. Like it was a whole to do. I had a pump and nurse before I handed Amelia off, like handed her off to Justin. Like this is for me now, and that's my own choice. Wait, Justin but was there. Justin was at no. Justin was supposed to come. Justin came and picked up Amelia. For oh, me. Okay. thank God, because Justin would have probably punched her in the face and must oh, be a whole other conversation. Yeah, this would be yeah, but super rare. Uh, please, but the, my point is, is like. I would, you know, I did all these things to get there. I'm a new mom. I'm, I'm truly vulnerable. I'm truly already nervous about going after I've been through hell and back with my birth and everything else. And then you're going to go ahead and bully me and choose to target me and like make a mockery of me and and literally like a crazy person. I too. mean, yeah, like a crazy person. Put your hands on me, push me, scream at me, call security. Like it was just the most insane. And for those that, like, went to my Instagram and saw my post, this is what I was referencing to if you go look at that picture. It just was like, I felt like, you know what? After I finally came out of it, I called a few friends. I called Amanda. I called Chris Medina. I called a few friends um, to have these conversations with because I was so upset and I was so drained and I was so broken in the moment that I talked to them and they made me realize, like, you know what, Allie? Honestly, that was a test of you. It had nothing to do with you. It was, you know, it shows you how strong you are. You know, you look beautiful. Like you were fine. You can't take that on. And I finally got to a good place where it was like, after that weekend, I was like, you know what? I am going to talk about this because this goes back to 
bullying and so many of us are bullied and we don't talk about it. And it doesn't, like Amanda said, it doesn't just end in high school. It doesn't just end from when you're in elementary school. I, I just it think like who someone is is a person. Like you're either a person who's a bully or right. you're not. Correct. Like, and it's not okay. Like for those that are listening that could be a bully, it's not right. And it it's doesn't really mean, not. You look, let me tell you something. As someone who, I actually recently sort of started a new venture, which I've talked about a little bit on Facebook, but I haven't really talked about publicly yet. Um, which is that I am going to be offering like an in-person course where I teach publicists how to communicate with freelance writers and develop those relationships. Um, so if you do work, if you do work in PR and like you're interested, um, email, email us. Um, but I, I just, this is something that's sort of new because I feel like, and part of it came out of, I'm always telling Ali, you're never going to believe what this publicist did. In a good way and a bad way. Right. Like, if you're in if you're in PR and you're the face of something, it's like well, that's just even more disgusting is, about it. It's like you are the I face mean, of it, and like it's how really is you? horrific on your. Let me yeah. think. It's like I think that they're probably going to lose that event, which they've always helped organize. Let's hope so. Let's hope the universe shakes them up because honestly, well, like they don't have anyone on like, the client list on their website. I mean, honestly, like after you pull something like that, whether it be me or anyone else, it just makes you, you look bad. It makes the brand look awful. I said to after it all happened, and Getty and everyone looked at me and was like, "What the hell happened?" And they all turned to me and they said, "They were like, you look gorgeous," and honestly, it showed their true colors. And I had to walk away from that and really say this you to myself. Like, I did well, uh-huh. and and that note, like. That I won't again. I won't say who, but the owner of the magazine walked me personally down the carpet to basically show everyone that like it wasn't right what just happened, and like here we go, like we're grateful to have you like here. It's by the, it's not like you haven't been to this party or you no, haven't been on the red like, carpet. But it didn't like, matter. Like it didn't matter to me. It's even, wrong. It's just wrong. Like I was so, and I think it hurt me more. I was telling you this when we were talking, and I you know called you vending. She was super upset. It hurt me more, I think, because I'm a new mom now, and I look at You're everything. Super sensitive. I'm so sensitive. And also, and like, I, breastfeeding makes you harmful. Oh, beyond hormonal. And besides that, I think also, like, I look at everything, and I'm like, oh, my God, is she going to go through that? Like, how horrible. Like, why are we still bullying? And by like, the way, if they decided at the last minute they didn't want you there, why does right. it even matter that you're exactly. there? Like, your exactly. presence or your three seconds right. on the red carpet is not going to change, change anything. anything. It doesn't change anything. At, at all. And the fact that, again, this was so, it felt so personal, and it felt so heavy on my heart that that's why I had such a hard time. I said to Amanda, I wasn't ready to record this because it was so emotional for me and it was so hard. And then on top of it, I also didn't want any of it coming out of shade. I didn't want any of it coming out as like, oh, I'm bashing. No, that's not what this is about. This is literally about the fact that no matter who you are or where you are in life, don't bully. It's not fucking cool. Like it's it's not. It's, it's not disgusting. okay. It's disgusting. It's 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 just not okay. And like it really bothers me that you know we're in 2019 and we still are bullying. It's and here's the thing. I'll tell you something. A few years ago, I was bullied by another writer. Um, I remember her. I remember. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say who she is because I don't want I don't even want like. I don't want her to have publicity over this. Like, I just think she's she's a terrible person. Um, and she said something on Twitter to me that was, une- I can't, I don't even want to say what it was, but it was unexcusably awful. And it really, and I called another writer about it who I know who's pr- a pretty famous writer. I called her crying on the phone and she, and I, she said to me, she's like, 
that doesn't really say anything about you, but it does show who she is. That's right. And and we will leave it at that because we don't want it to get too heavy and we don't we want, don't want anything being shady or anything crazy. It's just, no, it I really know. does show who you are. It shows your true colors. Don't bully. Be a good human being. Be genuine. And just, just be authentically you. Like, just, just be, be a fabulous. Good, yes, and be fabulous. fabulous. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Hope you like this episode. Caught them both. How to Jane Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the Jane Fonda. Five.